everyone and welcome back to another episode of the reality is it's officially the first time I've ever done an official intro like this with you Arthi because usually these episodes were just like ha 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 if they knew what we were talking about before I hit record they would also be hee hee ha ha we both are in a good mood today um, yeah we, we were texting each other because we watched mm-hmm. the peacock version so we both yes. will agree and we're going to say the VPR reunion yeah the TV version of it the live version of it was crap bullshit because they were all shouting at the same time and what mm-hmm. just as they were bleeping one person another person would curse and they would bleep that person and then another person mm-hmm. would curse it was mm-hmm. like a series of bleeps yeah. and we heard nothing nothing <laughs> and on Peacock, I was like, yeah, now I hear what everybody is saying. Crocodile, fucking crocodile tears, sad sack fucking bullshit, fucking fucker. This, I was so happy. I felt like, you know what I felt like? I felt like, oh, I've like, I've gotten to know them over the years, you know, but you've gotten mm-hmm. to know them through like a mask of bleeps. But to mm-hmm. really hear them drop some F-bombs, it was lovely. Right. Yeah, it was. And I, I, I think like if anybody has watched the... Yeah. If anybody hasn't watched the Peacock version of it, they really need to go pay that, whatever it is, pay for a month thing and just get it because it was worth it. Because I truly did not enjoy the live version. I was upset with it. And, and you know, to be honest, I was also working on uh, my daughter's science homework with her. <laughs> so every few minutes she would come and I had to pause and I was like, okay. I had a momentum going, I had the hate up till here, and now I have to dial it back down to talk about, you know, phenotypes and genotypes. Okay, fine. (laughs) You know, so I was doing that. And so this morning, and especially when you, this this kind of thing is something you need in the morning. To watch it in the morning with a cup of coffee gets your heart beating. I didn't need cardio at all. No, right? A hundred percent. I felt no, like I had a workout. workout. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who needs, who needs to do yoga at sunrise or a morning run right. when you can just right. watch this show? No bleeps. Mm-hmm. A cup of coffee. I might put it into I'm... my regular workout routine. Like watch that same episode <laughs> until the next one drops. <laughs> like for the I next also laugh so hard days, I'm that I was watch sweating. this in the morning. Yes. Yeah. I did not find it funny last night because I was so trying to keep up with everything. But this morning Mm -hmm. when I watched it again, I found so many things. I was laughing from the beginning to the end. It was funny. And I think one of the things that Bravo did, and I think, you know, they should definitely get an award for this one, is that they had the individual conversations up front the day before. Yeah. A little bit of that. So the one-on-one got the part where each of them speaks without interruption out of the way. And yeah, then yeah, yeah. the the whole messy fest happened. And what <laughs> I I laughed throughout because Andy's trying to have a normal, quote-unquote, normal reunion. He's saying hello to each person. He talks, so he talks to Schwartz and he's like, oh, do you realize this is the first reunion? You're sitting on the opposite side of Katie. And he's, Schwartz is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> and then James is like, he didn't even realize. <laughs> and Katie is not agreeing with Schwartz. So I'm like, I'm working on my post-divorce relationship. And Katie is like, bullshit. <laughs> They're already going at it. It's so good. You know, one thing I also forgot was that, like, this reunion was filmed in March. All this stuff came out in March. We are not even 30 days out of all this shit coming out, okay? Mm -hmm. It all came out on March 1st. And I I mean, I understand why they were so angry and hopping mad. But I also am surprised how calm, relatively, they were. I mean, I expected it worse. I expected... Ariana to be a mess. I expected her to be crying. I expected she should to be cry throughout. And she was yeah. composed. Katie was composed. I was like, whoa, what's going on here? Everybody had the right combination of medication, 
<laughs> whatever else they take. Okay. And then we the, have so the much funny to, part, yeah. the intro. I wanted to go over yeah. a couple of funny parts in the intro. Andy asks. Wait. Wait. Go ahead. Hold on. I know that we are going to get to the meat and potatoes of this episode, which is obviously Vanderpump mm-hmm. Rules. But I kind of wanted to get Summer House out of the way first. Oh, you want to discuss all of them? Okay. Yeah. Um, okay. Yeah. Let's let's okay. get it. Let's talk. Okay. Let's That's talk about Summer House. Mess, fin- man. Oh my god. Okay. Another. It's the Twilight Zone. Okay. Summer House finale. We were like, "What does Lindsay do to make Danielle fall on the ground and cry like this? What did she do? What? Did- Lindsay did nothing. No. Lindsay, Lindsay shut down. Nothing. And yeah. she basically shut down and she was like, I don't care anymore. And yeah. that's what happened. Because, okay, here's my conspiracy theory. I know everybody's talking about Lindsay and Daniel and who's wrong and who's right and all of that. But yeah. I think it boils down to business. Lin- mm. because, see, Lindsay always had Daniel to film with. Mm-hmm. And this season, Danielle got to film with all the other girls. Lindsay got isolated because she was only filming. She could only do when Carl was around. She couldn't go drinking. And she expected yeah. Danielle to be there so she could get some time oh. of film time and some camera time. And Danielle chose to abandon her and be around with the girls. Because finally, mm. people were noticing Danielle. Finally, mm. people were listening to hearing Danielle. So she felt important. And I think Lindsay just felt like Danielle wasn't there for her through the show. So why would Lindsay be there for Danielle? And then the whole engagement and all of that was layered on top of it. I mean, there is the reality mm. of the engagement and the reality of Danielle and Lindsay's friendship fraying or whatever and what Danielle expected from Lindsay and how Danielle is a poor communicator, cannot tell Lindsay what she expects from her. She just wants... Yep. Lindsay to read her mind and Lindsay is the kind that will not confront Danielle because it's too painful she's just going to shut up and shut down and not interact with her but at the core of it all I think it's the fact that Lindsay had nobody to film with Lindsay had nobody Mm. in that house Lindsay walks out and Danielle doesn't even know she doesn't know until everybody finds out that she's not in the room right they're not yeah. communicating. There's nobody. So why is Lindsay coming to the house for the coins? And when she's coming to the house, she has nobody else to film with. So I think that's where, mm. that's where you know, that's a bigger, bigger rift between them. And as Paige says in next week's episode, they don't have money. So this is their way of doing it, right? <laughs> how do they and make they're it? trying yeah, to get Bravo to pay for the wedding. But, well, you know. I think that's a really good point. I definitely think filming has a big part of it too. I also think the other thing is that it's very possible that Lindsay is annoyed about the fact that like she probably hasn't hung out with Danielle in a while because Danielle moved to Montauk. So Danielle, by the way, Danielle moves around wherever her boyfriend goes. So she's allowed to do that. She's allowed to move in after knowing her boyfriend for two months, move all over the world with Mm -hmm. him. Follow him wherever he goes, quit mm-hmm. her job, make an app, all this stuff. She's allowed to do all these like things that we would consider brash, rush decisions. But Lindy and Carl, who have known each other for however many years, can't rush into a relationship. Which I agree. Even by if the way. it's if I it's a relationship they're... of convenience, even if it's for sure. whatever, even if it's a business What's situation, a- even if they are going to make some money off of it, and that's why they are rushing into it during the filming period, instead of yeah. doing it outside of the filming period, how does it matter? She, he could have, uh, yeah. he could have proposed to her over fall, but it wouldn't make the show. He wanted to do it during the show, so he did it during the show. And honestly, Maybe it was calculated I, in that. So what? And and so what? Kyle did that. Yeah. Kyle and Amanda did that. And Paige got, wants got- to do that. Paige is not doing it this year only because this is happening. You know this would have been Paige season, but it's not happening, which is why they are both so sour. Next season, Paige and Craig are going to do the same exact fucking thing. Also, in this episode, they're like, Craig's like, Paige is like, yeah, I'll just go. I'll just be in Charleston when you're in Charleston and you'll come to New York when I'm in New York. And I think what basically they're saying is you need to film on my show. 
Like you need right. to be on my show. You need to do your job with me. Like I think yes. that's basically what they're saying. And maybe again, the, that's what Lindsay maybe and the our proposal so happens I don't understand in why. summer house. Sorry, go ahead. There was a gap. Uh, um, Charm. I said maybe yeah, it could happen yeah, in Southern Charm. Southern Charm. Maybe she's saying that there would be her proposal would happen in Southern Charm. That's that's the coded language there. Yeah, exactly. There and also they're on Winter House, so they've got nine <laughs> months out of the year. <laughs> they have where Paige could be proposed to, but Danielle was so dramatic, and it was just so. I, I get it. Like, I understand being that emotionally distressed and being really upset because the person is looking at you icy. Because let me tell you something. I am. I don't know if you guys know. Arthi, do you know this about me? I am. I cry a lot. <laughs> you can also be an icy bitch, by the way. You I can, can be flip an both. icy bitch. Yes. I, can. I cannot. But I can do I'm only the crying part. You only do the crying <laughs> But I could do – I'm a very emotional person. Like in my marriage, mm-hmm. I am the crier and my husband is the icy bitch. And when mm-hmm. I get iced from him, it really mm-hmm. does break my heart because I'm like mm-hmm. – <gasps> and then he does hit me back with like, why are you getting so mad? I'm not even saying anything to you. And you do get this feeling of – but you should be saying something to me because you shutting down means that you don't care about me anymore, mm-hmm. right? So I understand yeah. that react that feeling that Danielle is probably having – However, Danielle has screwed the pooch for three weeks. She's like, you guys didn't tell me, blah, blah, blah. But there's that scene of her sitting outside with Maya and Sierra or Maya and Sam. And Maya says, I think that there's going to be a proposal here this weekend because I overheard blah, 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 blah. And Danielle gets up and storms off. She could have texted Craig. Carl tells her about a thing. So she yeah. knows this is going to happen. If she wanted to participate, all she had to do was do a makeup scene with Lindsay so that she would be included in all of the planning and she could be part of it. Yeah. I will say where Lindsay fucked up is like that conversation with Danielle and Carl went fine. And then mm-hmm. Lindsay had an absurd reaction mm-hmm. and like got really mad and then didn't didn't clear things up afterwards. But then the next day when she was talking to Danielle, Danielle just stormed off. So I feel like both of them are, I I feel like they're just in two different places. But what I really noticed was that the way that everybody was going around saying, thanks for coming back, blah, blah, blah. I would have hated to end this, the summer this way. What they were saying is we thought you guys quit the show. And Mm -hmm. so we weren't sure if you were going to come back to the show. And also based on what Lindsay was saying was like Carl was upset. He was really upset about in the car. I think Carl wants to quit the show. I don't think Carl wants to be a part of Summer House anymore. Yeah. 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 I think it must be hard if he's trying to stay sober to be around all these drunks. And it's not fun. It's not. But Lindsay sees it as good PR. So. Of course. What's Maya's deal? (laughs) What a flop. (laughs) I know, right? We were so excited when Maya came on. Remember when she yeah. first came on and Sierra was, was not great. the only black girl? And then we were like, okay. <laughs> and she had cookies and she seemed to be, you know, she seems to be have a very sensible head on her shoulders. But okay, so no. you want Lindsay and Carl to be very open and honest with all of you guys. But you hide everything that's happening with you and uh, what's his name again? Oliver. Oliver, and you want to do it like cover your mic, cover your mic. Yeah, like I can't. There's cameras on me right now. I can't talk. I'm like, yeah. you better do some talking, girl. Yeah. And then she's like, it's a like, private why matter. Are you so on we're the show? Handle- what? Get off why of you. Get out of here. Yeah. I, it's Here's stupid. Kyle and it's- Amanda practically naked every week, and every week. Kyle peeing on the bushes every week, and every week, and. Maya cannot have a proper adult conversation on camera. What? Why are you on the show, Maya? What are you doing here? And then she has the gall to say that Gabby is really closed off and doesn't open up to us. Get the fuck out of here, Maya. I I liked Gabby. So you and I haven't talked about this show at all this year, but I've loved Gabby and I think Sam fits in very well too. Sam, right? A name? Yeah, yeah, unfortunately, for Sam about, and her. I'm not saying that like, yeah. her and Corey have other problematic issue, stuff that, you know, yeah. in, the, in the real world, you and I would not yeah. be okay with it. But in the show, they seem to fit in okay. 
and they are fine yes. with everybody. They Stand are not more awkward so like all the other people. Even Chris was yes. awkward in the beginning. He so still awkward. is kind of awkward. Yeah. Very awkward. He's a weirdo. Yeah. Yeah, um, he, is. he seems like he's made friends. Do you for think the first he, time him, and life. Danielle will be together next next year? Just like two awkward he, people. No, <laughs> he called her his sister, so I don't oh. know. Although Sandoval also said that. Did about she Raquel tie once, a Rocky so. on his on his wrist? Like, <laughs> <laughs> if she's never, it doesn't count otherwise. It doesn't count otherwise. I agree. Anyway, I'm excited for the reunion because um, I just. I love Summer House. <laughs> it's okay. It's, I mean, I watched right. it because there was nothing on those days. So I watched it. I wasn't yeah. quite, you know, I wasn't watching it because I it was, was a little boring. Passionately involved about Danielle no. and Lindsay. There's nothing. Yeah. And also it was yeah. stupid because like this conversation that Danielle had, I was like, what was to happen at the end? What did she expect to come out of this conversation? You acted Danielle a fool literally at her says in that conversation, Danielle says, that's it. We are done. And then Lindsay yeah, repeats many it. She's like, we've been done for a while now. And she just yeah. loses it. Like, you just yeah. told her you're done. Yeah. Then why are you I upset also, that Lindsay said the same thing? Also, oh I God. believe that Danielle, I believe that Danielle collapsed and started crying because I think she was embarrassed that all of the girls were sitting on the side listening and they didn't say anything. I think that's. Why I think she, she was having crying. an uh, for a second. She had an out of body experience of looking down on herself and being embarrassed about how much she was crying. Mm-hmm. <laughs> probably she she's probably like, it. "Oh my god, this is so embarrassing." Yeah, I lost it. Yeah. Whatever. And she she has been super drunk this season. She has been drinking a lot Very. more than she usually does. So yeah. yeah, like she had to be tugged in. By three strange yeah. ladies who were taking pictures inside her room. There are people coming into the summer house. They're taking people are taking selfies to say, "Oh, I was in summer house," you know, episode. Like people, the like way, random the- people, just walking around their rooms, looking at all their shit. Did you notice that? They're just yeah, giving them Sierra disapproving looks at their beds. <laughs> Oh, God. All right. Let's talk yeah. about Vanderpump Rules now. That's enough. You don't want to talk about Martha's Vineyard? <laughs> oh, I've already talked about it. I love that oh, show, you did. by the way. Yeah. You, yes. Yeah. It, it's 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 a good uh, combination of Vanderpump Rules and Summer House. It's the right amount it's of perfect. crazy. It's the it's, right amount of crazy. People fighting and having a major, you know, they're talking about the history of the of the of the vineyard and all of that. And the next minute they're fighting over, you didn't flush the pool. I did a solo episode last night and I couldn't get through my notes because I was crying reading what I wrote down. It was like, and then Phil tells Jordan he's going to shit in her toilet next. <laughs> And then the, the woman who's the woman that gets kicked out, the one that's like Asa from Shots, who's doing all these. Yeah. Mariah, yes. He's like the Asa of the show. I was like waiting for out. her to bring a, bring a caftan out at any minute. She got kicked out for giving somebody their dog's laundry into their chest. <laughs> she touched me. I'm like, what? And she was I having like show. a big breakdown because nobody nobody enjoyed the cold freezing crystal work <laughs> that she had. <laughs> Mariah Moon or whatever that. she called it. It was, it was a moon mass. <laughs> moon mass. It took me a while to yeah. figure out what she was saying. I was like, Mooma, Mooma, what is that? Mooma? <laughs> You're like Moomoo's? Like Caftan? Like what is a Mooma? What is a Mooma? <laughs> All right. Anyway, let's oh, talk about Vanderpump Rules now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Okay. You were saying that there was something that I happened was saying. In the I found it funny, laughable that LVP, the entrance of it all. LVP comes in and she's like, "I'm ready," and I feel like I'm wearing an armor. And like you, why? Who are you going to fight? Nobody's upset with you, <laughs> I, or at least <laughs> wasn't until you opened your mouth. But yes. what the? Why are you pretending like you're going to knock someone's park out? And then she keeps yeah. telling everybody, I love <laughs> I love each one of you. 
just remember that and the truth will come out today. I'm like, the truth has already come out. We already know yeah. the truth. We what know the, the truth. What other truth do we need? We just <laughs> want to come here to bash his head in. That's all. <laughs> what yeah. are you talking about? It's like, there's some secret there? No. The truth is out already. What the hell? <laughs> I then, just... <laughs> then Andy asked Lala, Hi, Lala. Who's taking care of Ocean? <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> Who's taking care of Ocean? It's who else? Who would take Lala care of Ocean? Been like, Lala it's like, like Mr. Like, it's Lala like, like who's taking care of It is Mr. Big and Moist or whoever she, she was going out with. What was his name again? Big and Moist. What did she just say? Did she have like a weird name for that kid? And she said that her entire bed was moist after the it was wet. Oh, wet. Yeah. She said it was, yeah. Mr. Big. Oh, it was the Don. The, the Don. I'm like, he had a name. I couldn't figure it out. It's like big and moist. Yeah, Mr. Big. And she should have asked. Like, who is like, he? Who, who, who are your kids Like, Yeah, I know. Like, what kind of a question is that? And then he turns to Shishu and he says, are you and Brock in this honeymoon phase? And Shishu said, yeah, he cut his hair yesterday. <laughs> like, what does that have to do with anything? Are you, are you in a different, so now he feels like a different man. Now you have a, yet another honeymoon. Is that what you're saying? What does that have to do with anything? <laughs> It was so funny the way like it's like it's one of those things where it's like all she wanted to talk about was Brock's haircut. So like Andy could have said anything. He could have been like, Sheena, isn't the weather great? She'd be like, yeah, Brock got a haircut. <laughs> she just had to put it out there. And she had her footage ready for production to put it in. She's like, can you please put that in? <laughs> Oh my god! Oh my god! My and favorite she part with those beautiful. I do. I do want those fluffy shoes she walked in. With. Yo, she walked in with these Sheena, fluffy shoes. Drop the link. I want those. I want those shoes. They look super comfortable. And then she changed into her heels, but she walked in with the fluffy shoes. Smart girl. <laughs> yeah. My favorite part of this reunion is that we get that sudden cutaway to Star Wagon's trailer a hundred yards away from Sheena. <laughs> I was, especially because, like, we knew she was going to be away. It was taco truck. It was taco truck. It came out of nowhere. Because I was like, oh, okay, like, she's probably somewhere else. But the sudden cutaway to it, I was like, huh? And then every time he said Rachel or Raquel, he would the, his voice would go down because they'll show it from our point of view. Yeah. So they would go yeah. into the truck. So it would be like um, Sandoval and Raquel. And then they would show it down. <laughs> and like every time he mentioned a name, his voice would drop because of that. It was just hilarious. Yeah. And it would cut oh. to Raquel looking so happy. She's like, there's yeah. a camera on me. They're talk- She's like, this is my favorite TV show. No, she's like <laughs> still a pageant girl. She's like, you shine any light on me and put some makeup on me, I will start smiling and I cannot stop smiling. Because I don't yes. know, I have to hide everything that I'm feeling and I'm just going to smile because the camera is on me. That's who she is. You turn on the light, yes. she's going to smile. I think that's why I she turns it. off all the light in her house and turns off those... <laughs> Starlights because she's tired <laughs> yeah. of smiling and being, yeah, you know, fake. You're probably right. You're probably right. Maybe in the moon, face- in, in all of this, yeah, galaxy lights, maybe she finally feels like she doesn't have to smile. It's, pos- it's possible. <laughs> yes. Raquel, you don't Sandoval? have to go for your, you don't have to go to Miravel. I'll, I'll figure it out for you. <laughs> so, Raquel, um, sorry, Sandoval immediately off the bat starts doing a weepy weepy sad sack <laughs> bullshit thing it was so funny i like i just love i love how james is immediately like this is an oscars mate cut it out <laughs> cut it out mate yeah he's like stop, stop crying. crying and then like they're fighting with each other everybody's yelling at each other over. 
<laughs> he cannot even get that, that one tear down. That one Lisa tear did not even, Lisa Rinna tear didn't even come no. all the way down. They cut yeah. it off. <laughs> yeah. And then he says something. I and you, I love James and Lala sitting together because they're constantly whispering at each other. Mm-hmm. And James just goes, it didn't hit for me. And Lala goes, I wasn't even listening. <laughs> I love them together. Ugh. I feel like they are soulmates, Lala and James. I think they might be. I think they are going to be like 80 years old and they're going to find each other. <laughs> wiggy, wiggy, wiggy. They're going to be on like, see you next Tuesday, the two old couples <laughs> at one of the local dive bars. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, Lala and James are maybe Carl and Lindsay. Like they're perfect for each other. They should be together. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, what do you think about Lala comparing Sandoval to Rand and saying that he's dangerous and then LVP jumping in like okay. in defense of Lala Sandoval? Is being ex- Lala is being extra, obviously. Yeah, yeah. Sandoval is like a- any other man. He's no more dangerous than any other man who cheats on his wife, okay? And there are hundreds of them, so LVP is right in that. But at the same time, LVP, let Sandoval get it from Lala. Whatever Lala is saying, let her get it. She may be on shaky ground, but she's throwing some truth bombs there. And let him get it. It will be exaggerated and it will hurt Sandoval. And he needs to shut up and take it. So why are you acting as his shield? Why are you deflecting him with your arm, you know? All your arm jewels that you're wearing. Stop it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, why are you supporting him? Leave him alone. You don't have to correct Lala. You don't have, Lala yeah. may not have a moral, you know, ground to go off on him, but what she's saying is the truth. 100%. So you let, you, when, when Sandoval didn't have a moral ground to stand on and go at Lala or Sheena in the past, you let him do that. Now let Lala do Of course. It makes good TV too. So shut up, uh, you know, Lisa, and just let it happen. Yeah, LVP is a champion for misogyny. Like, she really is. is. Because she's also, it was so funny. She was like, she was like, usually reunions make me really nervous, but I think this one I really need. I'm like, yeah, because it's making you extremely wealthy. Like, you're getting the residuals. Pump is closing. You need this money. Be no bitch. Yes, yes, exactly. Um, yeah, it was so it it was so funny because between Lala and James, like they're both right, a hundred percent right about Sandoval. But I just mm-hmm. love them because they're good reality TV stars because they always make it about themselves. Like right. Lala's making it about Rand. James is like you know Tom Sandoval. You, you we were like brothers, and yeah. Raquel was so going to be my the wife other thing again. I'm going to bring it back to filming and business, right? Lala and James wanted to make this season about their breakup and their makeup and how they were coping. And they couldn't do that because of this dumb shit. So they're like, uh, we should be sitting closer to Andy. Instead, I'm in the corner there. And no one's yeah. talking about the relationship woes that we had and our storylines yeah. that we put so much effort into. And you don't want to talk about it. Now you want all everybody wants to talk about is you and Ariana. So now we are going to be, you know, we are going to be throwing down at you. And they also got a lot of shit for, um, you know, talking about Raquel and Schwartz. So now they feel vindicated. So it was like, okay, yeah. Raquel was a messy person. And... Last year, we all were against James for being abusive to Raquel. So this is his vindication, too. So he is kind of, like, hot because of all of that. I understand where they're coming from. And I think go for it. Yeah. Tom does this. Tom is doing to James what he did to Ariana and what he did to Kristen, which is that James is like, we were like brothers. And Tom says, no, (laughs) you called me your brother. You and I only talked once a month. And they're like... You paid for his engagement. What are you talking mm-hmm. about? Like, right. and Tom is denying it, denying it. And then Tom and James get into it because James fucked Kristen with Tom's condoms. <laughs> according to <laughs> according to Lala, that was 2,000 years ago or 500 years ago. She was like, why are you bringing things up from 500 <laughs> years ago? I 
just love that they immediately James James gets into mm-hmm. it. Andy loses his cards. A producer has to tell James, "Use your words, not your fists." Okay, that scene. Oh my god, that was like okay. That scene looked like Andy talking to his boy Ben, his his kid Ben. Yeah, it's like. You don't have to talk. You don't have to get up. Just sit in your seat. We will make sure that you can say anything you want to say, but just sit in your seat. We will listen yes. to you. And then yes. James gets in a huff and he's like, I got to pee. And he gets up and, and Andy's like, okay, you go pee. He's like, I got to go to the bathroom. And Andy's like, okay, you go pee wee and you come back here, James. The seat will be here for you, okay? And you can see whatever you want to say. And then and as James, he's walking out, James is like, yeah. you're a war with, with a mustache. He's like, okay. James. That is such a two-year-old behavior. <laughs> and then when he comes back, he's like, he's like, if and James, James, if you don't behave, you're going to be sent to timeout. <laughs> and he's like, I'm going to really get is. a spanking, mom and dad. I'm going to get a spanking in during lunch. <laughs> Lisa, you're going to give me a spanking in lunch. <laughs> that was so hilarious. Uh, that's the part uh, that I was watching again for the third time. I thought that was the most hilarious exchange between <laughs> between Andy and James. It's just so James. funny. You know, Andy loves James because Andy sees the antics that James does as hilarious and entertaining to the most. <laughs> 1,000%. I also think Andy loves James because I was like, I'm sure Andy would give any reason to give James Kennedy a nice little hug and like really squeeze <laughs> no. him. Pull him close to him. You know what I mean? Like, you know, I don't think that James was really going to knock out Tom Sandoval, but Andy was like, ooh, I get to hold back James Kennedy. Let me <laughs> let me give this gorgeous like, man no, you're like You're not going to hit him. You're not going to hit him. You're not going to hit yeah. him. And then you can say whatever you want to say. And James is like, what does he call him? Ugly? Something? <laughs> He he's calls like, Sandoval. Yeah, he's like he calls him an ugly little bitch or something, and Sandoval, <laughs> and, then, and or he's like ugly motherfucker or something. And he's like Andy's like, or did you call me ugly? And he's like, no, Andy, you're handsome. <laughs> Andy's like, oh good, oh thank oh, God, good. As long as we have established that. <laughs> you know what's funny about that whole exchange is that like Tom Sandoval's life is literally falling apart, right? Yes. And this yes. kid was gonna get up and punch him in the face. Yeah, he gets sat down. He makes mm-hmm. a joke, and everybody's laughing. And that to me was like, man, if I was in Sandoval's shoes, I would be dying on the inside because it's like he was. He you was could see him. He was up. seething. Yeah. He was yeah. seething. He was sitting in his seat, and he was like, "If you come into my uh, in in front of me again, I'm gonna knock you out." Blah blah blah. He shows his anger. It shows up, and then he realizes that he's not winning even with that because James yeah. steals the show there. And he's just sitting there looking grumpy and old and crusty and just seething in his seat. And I just loved it. Yeah. Like Ariana said, he looks like shit. Yes. The other part, other so time that I loved watching Tom, the, both the Tom's faces was when Andy asked the girls how much money they made with selling their merchandise. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it was like 200000 And here's Tom Sandoval. Just before that, he had been asked... What is he going to do about his mother? The money that his mother loaned him, right? Yeah, so which is like, also two hundred thousand okay, dollars. Yeah, he's yeah. down by that, and she made that within a week and a half. <laughs> yeah, because because they started selling that merch like a week after all this stuff happened, yes, and they're so, recording the reunion in the month of March. So within right. like three weeks, they made two hundred thousand dollars. All of that money that he is yeah. currently losing, and that was just beautiful. So by the way, Richie. Our friend Richie, Richie mm-hmm. D, aka Caduce, he went to a the Sandoval, sh- the Tom Sandoval and the Extra yeah. Show, yeah, um, in the city. That was in, that. That was now recently. Like, yeah, that was recently. That was like right yeah. before the Crappen Show. Right, right. And he said that there were actually a lot of Sandoval supporters there. Yeah, like a. I don't understand. Well, you know how you know all the people that love their prison base. That's true. <laughs> People if people are still crazy. like wanting to date Thomas Ravenel, then like I guess yeah, who is Tom Sandoval? Yeah, put all the comparison. Toms on a tour and make money, Bravo. Put all the Toms. Yeah, yeah put that's all true. the Toms on a show with Tom Sandoval, Tom D'Agostino, 
Tom uh, Thomas Ravenel. Who is who, what's the other Tom? Tom Schwartz too, but unfortunately Tom Girardi. Tom Girardi, yeah, put them all. We'll we'll Tom Girardi out too. He doesn't know what's yeah, happening. Yeah, put them in like a cage. Put yeah, yeah, put them in a cage and let people throw tomatoes. Tomatoes at them. Or flowers, whatever. But sell whatever. tickets and maybe pay off all the victims of Tom Girardi and Thomas Ravenel. Yeah, how about that? There you go. Yeah. Um, Tom is asked. So one thing I noted was Tom's asked, like, why did, why didn't he come clean to Ariana when he started getting feelings for Raquel? And that's when like James starts to get all like huff and puffy, and it cuts to again Raquel in the trailer. <laughs> you know the voice gets. Okay, what in like that voice comes because Raquel's watching TV, and Raquel says, "Oh, I want to hear the answer to this too. I really want him to answer this question." So like obviously Tom's also been lying to Raquel about shit too. Like I, it, he's just such a dog shit human being that even his mistress is like. Yeah, actually, no. I think they had prepared. You- no, I think they thought he had prepared. I I have a different take on that. I think yeah. they both prepared for this reunion, and I think mm-hmm. she thought his answer was well prepared and it would come off well. So she wanted him to say the answer, so it would Uh-oh. come off well. But because it was so delayed, and eventually, when he finally said it, it was such a weak answer that nobody even it didn't even register so it was a big fail so yeah and if you watch the live which i did yesterday and then i watched the peacock the peacock has way they have them talking way longer way bigger answers they talk about like he says oh it's because of you know charlotte's death and her grandmother dying whatever and that's when ariana says well actually this was exactly the kind of stuff that he said about Kristen." When right. Kristen, it was always the same stuff. Her grandmother and we have tickets to a thing. We got to go do this thing and that thing. And that's and exactly footage the footage of that. that. Yeah. 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 So I feel like if you watch that, I definitely recommend to everybody to watch the Peacock one. Number one, no bleeps. Number two, the answers are way better. Like they're much longer. They, they, they don't suddenly cut out. Like you definitely feel like you're getting full stories. And it's just fun to watch Tom Sandoval waffle his shit even more because yeah. he literally has no leg to stand on. Like, none. Right. Um, yeah. They asked Shorts, when did he find out? And this is when Shorts and Sandoval's timelines don't line up. I mean, my God. And then I love that Shorts is like, I mean, I'm not a fucking idiot, you guys. And it cuts to Lisa <laughs> being like, well. well. <laughs> I just loved it. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. No, that um, was good. And what did you think about the Schwartz and um, Katie stuff? How do you feel about Katie okay. this season? Okay. <clears throat> I, you know, have an up and down with Katie. I often think mm-hmm. that Katie is right, but she's just arguing wrong. She's got a case of the Candace Dillard Bassett's. Mm-hmm. But Katie has, Katie does have a mean streak. However, mm-hmm. I've been in relationships before where I was being mistreated. Right. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times when your partner is mistreating you, instead of dealing with it with your partner, you end up mistreating the people around you. Right. And I do think that Katie was a very angry person during those years because Schwartz was treating her like shit. We've seen her be degraded by this man, like all the shit that he says about Katie, like, oh, she talked down to me, all this stuff. Like those are the things that he gaslighted over and over again, which which. Which pretty much changes your perception of yourself. It makes you question your own reality. Yes. It's a a very detrimental thing that she's gone through mm -hmm. for 12 fucking years with this person. And Mm -hmm. so I think that Tom Sandoval is a dog shit human being. But I think that Schwartz is potentially even like more sinister in a different way. He stomped on his wife's face on national television went along with this little scheme with Sandoval and Raquel. Mm-hmm. I don't care when he found out about it, mm-hmm. but he knew they the wedding was in in uh in the end of August. He knew by August that they had fucked each other, that mm-hmm. Sandoval and Raquel had fucked each other. He still went to uh the glamping trip. He still brought her places. He still allowed Tom Sandoval to scream at Terry and to scream at Katie at Sir in the finale. When okay. he knew at that point that Raquel and Sandoval had already been screwing each other. 
Right. Talk, right. Schwartz exactly. is such a dog shit person. And he talks about double standards and all this stuff. Like, I love that Katie was like, you cheated on me for years when we were together. So you don't really have the right to say, oh, you were sleeping with other people. Like, right. Schwartz only thinks about his own feelings. He only right. thinks about his own feelings. And the minute right. that Katie has a single amount of feeling or anything, he like snaps at her like even in this she's like explaining she's like no I have standards of what I want out of our friendship and I don't think that you're gonna meet those because I want respect and honesty and all this stuff right and he's like oh friendships always have to be on your terms it's always so unfair like it's such bullshit and James shocking James says listen just respect her you're a man she's a woman have some respect for her right yeah and both and the LVP Toms say up and says James, but you don't have respect. LP, shut up. No, no. So James, this is get this part. Kind of person. James says, "Come on, have respect for her. You're a man. Have respect for her. She's a woman, right?" Yeah. Tom, both the Toms say, uh, "Actually, that's really sexist," which tells me that they're like the worst. Oh, they're the worst oh. kind of men. They are the worst kind. They're the the types of liberal men that think like. Oh, yeah, like we shouldn't hold women to a different standard if women want to be feminists and they want to like, you know, what? I should be allowed to punch a woman in the face if she wants to be my equal. Like that's the kind of idiocy Mm -hmm. that Tom Schwartz and Tom Sandoval, it made me so angry because they think that they are so cool and they think that they're so liberal and they're so smart that they're the same type of dog shit person that like Jax is. It's right. It was so stupid, but it was like. I don't usually like a pylon. I hate a pylon. Yeah. It makes me really uncomfortable. But this was one pylon that made me so happy. That you wanted to be part of. <laughs> you wanted I to wanted pylon to be too. in the pylon. Yeah, I wanted yeah. a pylon too. It made me so right. happy. Right. Yeah. The other thing was that, uh, you know, the timeline itself, it's still messy because he says he slept with her August. Yeah. Then he says, oh, then there was a big break. We didn't do it again. But then in then we went to this <laughs> festival and then we did it and then the camera and the camera shows them at that festival with him uh, with her sitting on her yeah. his shoulders and it's September so what you took yes. a break of a few weeks couple weeks <laughs> two weeks <laughs> two weeks <laughs> so funny that's so I know. stupid it's so funny and also we find out in the Peacock version we also find out that Tom told Raquel at Coachella in April of last year April of 2022 <gasps> yes. that Ariana and him were were uh in an open in an relationship open relationship wow hmm. yeah he yeah. was prepping so he's for been, all of that he's been and this down in September years. still in September so August he sleeps with her then he takes a break, but literally right after that is the opening, you know, the soft opening of his bar. And he's yeah. already talking to the producers about how he's having uh, issues with Ariana and that he wants to be more truthful on the show. And yes. he said that. Yes. Yeah. Like, That's September. So you're already yeah. prepping. You're already yeah. prepping for the story. And you're prepping exactly. to see when it should come out. You're already, exactly. you know, producing it. So yeah. do you think that Tom... Do you think that Raquel and James broke up because Tom because Tom and Raquel already had feelings for each other? Or that Raquel had feelings for Tom? I think that's 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 what it feels like. Cause Raquel put up with a lot of shit from James, from James and then but then she broke up very suddenly. Like yeah. she said that because James was being rude to her father, blah blah blah, which which it might have been, you know, they're all pieces of shit. So I don't know. Yeah. James could have been yeah. an annoying piece of shit too. So who knows? Yeah. Who knows? I think that Raquel saw how much Tom put into their engagement, like after the show aired. Yeah. She probably saw how much like Tom poured into the engagement. And she probably was so like impressed by it that I think that that probably led her to feeling like, because I saw clips of like what led to their breakup and James said he asked Raquel like, I'm your soulmate, right? And she said, I don't know. And he was like, if I'm not your soulmate, then you shouldn't have to think about it. You should say yes. If you're going to marry me, that should be the answer. And I think that's when Raquel probably started to get feelings for Tom or started to think that like, this isn't what I want. James is not the person that I really want to be with. I want to be with somebody like Sandoval. And I think she started to like single white female and admire Ariana and Tom in that right. way. And I think right. Tom Sandoval, he gets the exact kind of attention from uh, 
from Raquel that he's looking for. Somebody who like looks at the engagement and and admires it and thinks he's so cool and is a fangirl and follows him to shows and goes all over and all this stuff. Like I think that he problem with Sandoval is that Ariana and Sandoval they met each other when they were in the struggle. They were struggling. Yeah. Then they had some success. And then they were struggling again. And now he's still struggling. And Ariana, he associates Ariana with the struggle. Mm. But to Raquel, he is already a success. Yeah, Ariana sees him as an equal that is also Mm -hmm. struggling and they're doing things. But Raquel sees him as a 40-year-old, older, more mature in her terms. And probably already a success. So... For him, the ego boost that he gets from her idolizing him is so huge compared to Ariana treating him as, hey, you're my partner and we are struggling together. He doesn't want yeah. to be reminded that he has money. He, he hasn't uh, had any success. He's not had the success that he wanted. And he's 40 years old. And he's like, I had, I had, uh, what did he call it? Um, uh, what did he a say? Spiritual when he awakening. 40- oh, spiritual awakening. No, you had a midlife crisis. You had yeah. a panic attack, much like Jax mm-hmm. did. You had a panic attack and you didn't know what to do with it. Yeah. You're out yeah. I also, Yeah, I also like when Ariana pointed out the fact that when they met, they were young and she was like, everything was fun. We were all friends. It was me and Tom and Shorts going together and doing mushrooms and I was fun and I was working late at night at a bar and I was like the fun person. And she's like, and that's, I'm not, I'm no longer that person. And Alala even says it. You're the same person you've been for eight years. You've, you right. have not changed in 10 years. You are the, right. you are behaving exactly the same way that you did with Kristen. And you're now doing the exact same thing, Ariana, with Raquel. What cracked right. me up was when they talk about him cheating on her with other people and they bring up Miami girl. I was like, poor Miami girl doesn't even have a name. We she never know this girl's MG. name. She's MG. She's MG. For the MG for the rest of her life. Her, her <laughs> epithet is going to say, her epithet is going to be like her. You know, here lies Miami girl. Poor thing. <laughs> That's a poor thing. Ah, I know. Somebody find out her name so we can address her properly. I mean, people don't want us call Raquel Rich- Rachel. Miami girl. That she, that's not her chosen name. Can we get her, her real name, name, please? <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Um, Katie says that Joe is a creep. <laughs> and Shorts is like, stop it, Katie. You're going to get a cease and desist for calling her creep. To do what? To do like, what? Cease and desist to do what? She, Katie can say whatever she wants to say on Instagram. Free speech and all. <laughs> what? And then... And then she, yeah, because they call out the fact that they've all been going on couples dates and going on couples trips. And then I love it. Ariana's like, they're they're like, no, we were just buddies going to Big Bear together. She was like, was Big Bear a big fucking fuck fest? What were you doing there? And then James is like, Raquel hates snowboarding. And then Lala's like, boo. And Katie goes, shame, shame. <laughs> so funny. So funny. And and all that, Schwartz is like losing his shit. And he's like, Tom, tell them what happened. Tell them. And Tom is like, no. He's like, you're under the bus. You're already lying down. Let the bus run over you. I'm not coming to your help. And that's how Tom is going to be. He's going to throw the other Tom Schwartz under the bus every chance he gets. He just, Tom Schwartz just just doesn't learn. He does. Like, I'm not his no, big what do you- boy. I'm like, yes, you are. <laughs> so they talk a little bit like about the impact of Scandaval to like their businesses, right? Like obviously Katie and Ariana are thriving. Okay. They yeah. are doing amazing, sweetie. Like they are making all this money. They're sandwich. Mm-hmm. You don't have to convince me to eat a sandwich, but I will fly mm-hmm. to LA to eat that sandwich. Mm-hmm. I don't care. Yeah. It's probably yeah. a sandwich I could get at fucking Aubon Pen over here at the mall. Yeah. Yeah, but I'm gonna still one eat it you could there. make yourself. But you, if you go to LA, you're gonna go there. Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. I can make it myself. Yeah, totally. Yeah, especially yeah. the vegetarian one, a Ugh. Greek goddess sandwich. No, I'm gonna make it now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, but they talk about like the impact of like Schwartz and Sandys and all this stuff, and then they finally come around to like asking Ariana whether she will still maintain a relationship with LVP. 
if Ooh. LVP keeps connections with Tom. What mm. did you think about this? I think Ariana was pretty much saying, no, I won't, but I'm not going to say it on national TV. Because I think so LVP has, I'm wondering if LVP has money in um, something about her. Because she showed mm. up, she, you know, Chef Penny was her chef. I don't know if she lent Chef Penny or covered Chef Penny for um, helping them design. I don't know what kind of help other than mentoring. I don't know if she has some investments or she's helping them with anything. So they're being very careful about it. But Ariana's, Ariana snapped at LVP before that when she said, oh, you know, all uh, oh, fucking a lot of people and fucking, uh, you know, is uh, different from um, Raquel. And she's like, well, yeah. she he did fuck a lot of people, other people. And yeah. she just snaps yeah. at LVP. And, you know, uh, James and James and Lala obviously have no, they keep saying, you keep supporting him. You keep supporting me. This is wrong. James, in fact, walks yeah. out in the end and says, you're supporting him and it's not okay. But um, so Ariana says that she, no, LVP knows what's best for her. And LVP is like, oh, what do you mean? You know, I stopped doing business with them because he cheated on you. And I'm like, uh... No, but if you are, you would try to, would you, would you want to be associated with that? It's not good for your business. So yeah. why would you pick him over her? So I feel like I she's can see Ariana saying, Cedric. I can see LVP from LVP's point of view. So there are these two random, uh, two people. They're not random, but they're two of my employees. They broke up. Their marriage broke up. There was all these other sticky situation with all of my other employees. But does that affect my business? If it does, and if it's bringing me business anyways, why would I change the situation? I'll keep my relationships yeah. the way they are. I can see from her point of view. But I also see from Ariana's point of view where she's like, I don't want to be sharing anything with you, talking to you. If you're going to be still be close to him, your allegiance is going to be more to him because he's your business partner than it yeah. is to me. So I'm not going to be open and sharing with you anymore. And that's yeah. okay too. And LVP cannot be upset about that. She cannot expect Ariana to be close to her after this. Yeah, I, you know, I think there's a lot of discussion about like what Vanderpump Rules looks like in the future. Like, mm -hmm. I don't think that Raquel is coming back to the show because I don't no. know. There's no place for her. I don't imagine that right. she's going to be a sir waitress. Like I, and honestly, like I think Raquel is a terrible person for what she did but it actually would be really unsafe for Raquel to be a waitress at Sir. Like right? that's not like that's I not safe want to be served by her and there are other people that are even more have stronger views than I do. Yeah, I and people will be I feel like there are crazy enough people that will be I mean there were like rumors going on the internet about her alleged pregnancy which was like so disgusting like right. We don't we should not be wondering what is going on in women's bodies because let's say she is and then she decides to not ha go through with her pregnancy that's her business her choice but we know that the bravo viewership is fucking crazy we know mm -hmm. how insane people are we know how obsessed people are like there mm -hmm. is a mob mentality that is stoked on by Lala and James who make it mm -hmm. about themselves and all that mm -hmm. stuff. Like they're say these sort of like bombastic mm -hmm. things, but I don't think it's safe for Raquel to come back to a show where I like, I just don't think it's safe for her. I don't think yeah. she should be a waitress at sir. Like that's not safe for her. Honestly, I feel like Tom Sandoval is probably touring the country so he can be fucking run away from crazy people right. because so there are crazy people who will do right. Like I don't, I don't think that they're good people, but I don't think that we should be like violent towards them. And I worry that somebody like Raquel or Tom or whatever, like people could be violent to these people. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So and to be honest, when LVP made that the not the finale finale, she mm -hmm. made that speech. It sounded to me like she was saying it was the series finale, right? She was talking about it she like this was that. the end. But no, yeah. this one felt different. It hit different. She was crying. Mm. She was talking about how much she loved, how much we have grown. And I think she knew Pump was going to close down somewhere down the line. There was something mm. else going on there. man. And oh. now that Pump is closed, I feel like she's a grandmother now. She may be winding down. She may not want to be uh, looking at... I remember until last year, 
the ratings were going down for yeah that's true oh i think this this year would not have this year while when they were filming the finale they still had this news hadn't broken out so she might have thought that that was the end of it so she might have agreed not to do any more and then this happened and Mm -hmm. now it's like okay does she continue doing it or not i'm wondering if she is going to say i won't be executive producing anymore or i won't Mm -hmm. be part of that anymore but then it wouldn't be Vanderpump Rules. It has to be something else. It, it yeah, would have to I, be a it, different. Because I think it could still be Vanderpump Rules. Like, I think that that's fine because they still met each other through Lisa Vanderpump's mm-hmm. restaurants. But mm-hmm. I do think that uh, she's not needed on the show anymore at all. I think no. that these little broken the stories baby are about their her. personal lives and not about yeah. them waitressing. It's not and about them all... coming on time and doing serving goat cheese balls. It's not about that. No. It's not about the hotel, the restaurant at James all anymore. James just bought, yeah, James bought a million dollar house. Lala bought a million dollar house. Uh, Sheena bought a million dollar house. Like these people are all wealthy now. I think where the show could go, I saw somebody tweet about it saying that like Lala, I'm sorry, Katie and Ariana should just get a spinoff about their show mm-hmm. and see like mm-hmm. what they're up to and like building the business and maybe their staff, stuff like that. I think that there's mm-hmm. enough going on there that we could follow them. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't think Raquel should come back on the show. And then going back to that question of like Ariana, should she have a relationship with LVP? I think she's so smart in how she said it. I will support you in everything you do, except for maybe not the things that you're doing with Tom. That's fine. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. that that's reasonable. But I feel like yeah. also LVP has cut off like Brandy and Cedric for less. Yeah. Right. Then she's cutting off Tom and Tom, you know? Right. But I think right? I think she's fueled by broken birds. Like her youth. Yeah. Her youth yeah. is through the lives of mm. these broken birds. So I don't right. think she can. Yeah. Come off. If she gets a couple of wrinkles, she goes finds two more broken buds to rehabilitate. And then she <laughs> she's feels like, better. Then she's the like, wrinkles where's fill up. Charlie? Where's Ellie? <laughs> yeah. And then the wrinkles fill up and then she's plump again. <laughs> it's like a hyaluronic acid, you know, <laughs> face mask. Do you for think, her. Does LVP have a BBL? Hmm. She's gotten some stuff done. She's more got recently. a juicy, juicy booty. Uh-huh. That LVP. Uh-huh. Yeah, I noticed. She's always the, been the, good. She's always filled out a you know pair of jeans. You, I've always yeah. noticed that. So she's always yeah, filled I've, out. But <laughs> I know. But like last episode, the finale, the actual finale, when mm-hmm. like I think Ariana comes to visit her and she's just like walking her juicy little butt off the couch. I was like, wait a minute. Yeah. <laughs> Lisa, did you get some work done? It's like a very, it's almost maybe like a Kardashian butt, moved, butt. Maybe her butt moved the way my butt moved now. <laughs> you know, it just hangs lower. That's true. It's also possible she just like fills in whatever hangs lower. Yeah. I was talking to a friend about how I need a breast lift, and she was like, why don't you just get an implant? And I was like, if I got an implant to fill up how much I need, to uh-huh. lift these boobs up it would be a double you could boob. see you would yeah i would you would see my tits from the the space okay like <laughs> what do we need what we all need what we need is breast re- breast reduction or a lift that's what we need <laughs> there's i gotta get all this extra skin removed mm. and yeah and then if you could turn that skin into fat that could go into my butt that would be great Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Arthi, do you have any other thoughts about Manor Pump rules before we wrap no, this I'm up? No, I'm excited for next week. And, you know, people were like, I want all, you said that you wanted all of it all at once. No. And, you know, she well, yeah. gave me all of it. Yeah. No, no, I my want to marinate. Yeah. No, I think I want to marinate. Go watch, I want to watch, you know, James being yelled at by Andy like he's little man. And being talked down to and just being coddled. It's just so cute. It's just so cute the way Andy was behaving. Yeah. Oh, I loved it. I loved it. I love when Andy turns into dad. He was like dad, but also daddy because he again went and grabbed at James yeah. where I was like, he doesn't need to be grabbed. There's security here. And Andy. then as James is walking away and he says that, you know, worm with the mustache or whatever, and he's like, cannot stop laughing. He's like, oh. <laughs> 
go, go, come back later. <laughs> he was like, okay, kiddo, go. I'll give you a come back later. He's like just so amused by it all. He's like, get James it. a juice box. I, I know, it. I know. <laughs> I love James the- these. I love the first shot of James was just like his hair and him just like hairspraying like crazy. And it just cracked me up because later on, Tom Sandoval was like, you've had the same haircut for nine years. I'm like, maybe you should look into that, Tom. Yeah. And James is like, because it works for me, bro. What? (laughs) James' answer was like, yeah, because it works for me. Why would I change it? Who who said that you have to change your hairstyle every year? It's weird that you do. Yeah. Oh, oh God. God. It was so good. Arthi, I'm so happy that you got came on. I was so excited oh, I'm to so talk happy to you about this. Laugh. I needed this laughation. I was like, yes, it's been a long episode time. Of- I had so many thoughts. And I, I mean, last I week's episode, the finale was stressful for me. Yeah. And then, after, and then I texted you because then I followed it up on Sunday with the menu without realizing oh, that yeah that i was already i was starting out the day depressed and i went and watched the menu and i was like shit i shouldn't have watched it when i'm in this mood because this is like self-harm and glorifying it why am i watching this this is such a weird show and then i watched succession and i was bawling away because this is the funeral episode and i'm like why am i crying for brian cox's dad this is too much this is a full-on <laughs> funeral that I sat through. No music or anything. Just talk. And I'm mm-hmm. crying. And this is the most beautifully written, you know, show. And I'm like, I'm now torn. Who's going to get the, uh, you know, the Emmy? Is it going to be VPR or Succession? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Could you imagine? Oh, God. Mm. James James Kennedy up against Kieran Culkin. <laughs> Both? <gasps> Both of them. <laughs> Yeah, and James but, was channeling Roman in all of his dialogue. It's exactly like Roman. hundred percent James is totally channeling Ro- Roman when he's like yeah. Sandoval's little 40-year-old cookie cook. Like that was totally Roman. That was so Roman. Roman Roy. I know. And then even when Roman is like, is this body in there? Can you get him out? I was like, that would be James. James, I know. That would be James. Yeah, and cousin Greg is Schwartz. True. <laughs> yeah, he's the dirty. What is that called? Disgusting brothers. He's a disgusting with brother Tom. with Tom. With Tom. Tom is Tom, <laughs> and Shiv is Ariana. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Oh, who's Kendall? Kendall. Hmm. Kendall. It might Kendall be would be. Kendall would be Katie. I was going to say Peter. I was going to say Peter, but maybe Katie. You're right. It's Katie. Poor Katie. She's been there since the beginning. Nobody really respects her. She makes really good points occasionally. And she, she but she doesn't know how to show park. her emotions. She doesn't no. know how to say talk about her emotions. She struggles with it. Yeah. She's probably going to be mean to her assistant. Lala is like, Carl. Lala is Carl. <laughs> <laughs> Looking for a burger. No, Lala is Jerry. Because Jerry oh. and Roman. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> the way Lala uh. says Jameson is exactly like Ro- <laughs> Jerry says Roman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Oh, 100%. God. Gosh, I love those. This I show. love those both garbage goblins on those shows. <laughs> Well, uh, I will be back later tomorrow to talk about Teresa's wedding. Oh my god! How with Donnie you? of uh, that was a, like a whole other show, by the way. Just so I'll put in my two cents here quickly. Yeah, yeah. I haven't watched the it wedding yet. episode. Was like a whole other show that was made like a special, like a wedding oh. special. They're talking softly, you know, Teresa's talking softly, Louise talking softly, they're talking about themselves. It was such a shit show. And I did not (laughs) want to watch the whole damn thing. And I watched it and I was like, I'm so furious at the end of it. Like, I don't need another one. Just (laughs) Teresa can just go. I love a wedding show. Teresa and Melissa, they both can go. I don't need either of them. 
It's a enough wrap. already. Enough already. Look at Harold Just taking get a, a nap new in the jersey. Back. I think they should have you on the next jersey version. No, thank you. <laughs> I can't. Have a couple I'd love of Arabs. Have a couple of yeah. Desi. Have a couple of Arabs. Have a couple of Jewish people, uh, Jewish women, and who else? Chinese. Lots of Chinese. Yeah, there's a lot of Asians. Good. Yeah, get yeah. get some Korean families from Fort Lee. Like it'll be amazing. Yeah. Or New They're Brunswick. Freaking Ch- fabulous. Chinese from New Brunswick. Edison in New yeah. Brunswick. Perfect. There you go. There you they go. don't talk to each right. other. They live in their own cul-de-sacs. It's like no assimilation <laughs> whatsoever. It's beautiful. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll be back, like I said, later on this week. And then I'll be away all of next week because I'm going on vacation. <gasps> lucky, lucky you. You want to take over the podcast while I'm gone? <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you. There's nothing. I'm not watching Jersey. I'm not watching maybe the VPR reunions. But other than that, I'm not looking forward to anything other than Potomac. I know. You're right. Yeah. Robin got new yeah. a new hairstyle. She got her new confessional look. <laughs> and one is creeping and one is creeping around the neighborhood again. So oh. <laughs>